Welcome to the Canna Playbook Podcast, where we bring cannapreneurs like yourself around the globe the latest strategies on growing your CBD and cannabis brand online. We also interview cannapreneurs like yourself to see how they are making waves in the space. If you are struggling to get traffic or just want to learn what's going on in the cannabis space, sit back, relax, and let's ease into today's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Canna Playbook Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, this is one of our first episodes here, uh, one of many, um, as we kind of dive in uh, kind of from what we've experienced in the past two years and bring to you what's actually happening in the cannabis market um, and how to really build a cannabis company or a CBD company if you are doing that. So uh, with that said, you know, just to kind of go over a couple things before we dive here into today's episode, um, you know, a couple things, you know, we want to make sure if you're building a cannabis business that you're actually building a brand, right? So a couple of key things that we've learned over the past two years has been, you know, as we've spent over $2.6 million in ad spend, um, you know, primarily building CBD businesses, you know, on the Facebook network, on the Instagram network. Um, you know, there's a lot, a lot of things that we've learned that that's really what we're going to be talking about. And that's the stuff that we do on a day to day basis in our agency. And really what it kind of boils down to, guys, and maybe some of you guys are doing it. So that's great. Um, but it's always about building a brand and building a data set. Right. Building an audience is kind of what we talk about here. It's our foundation uh, to a lot of our strategies. If it doesn't build audience. It's not building value to your business, right? So for those of you that might be new to the game, you might not be building a business right now. You might be thinking about building a CBD business. You know, we also want to get you on the right track by knowing, you know, what platform to use, which merchant accounts to use. So a lot of that stuff we're going to be talking about. We have a lot of resources for those of you that are probably joining us uh, brand new. We actually do have a Facebook group, a community online. Um, and so, you know, a lot of those links we'll post below here in the description if you want to join our group. Um, if you do want to talk to our agency and you are a business, that's a little bit further down the line to kind of assess what's happening with your assets and where they are, just to kind of get a good diagnostic check on the health of it. Um, even if you are working with another agency, we're happy to do that as well, too. There should be a book appointment link below as well, too. And then, um, you know, this podcast today is going to be really talking about our foundational philosophy um, of kind of how we d discuss and how we communicate our process to potential clients. So this is actually a live call that we're going to be taking you into that we did. And actually, this was a visual live web uh, Zoom call that we actually threw up uh, on, the, uh, on the YouTube channel back in January of 2019. And since then, guys, um, you know, we, we threw it up thinking nothing of it. We literally showed everything that we're doing underneath the uh, cover. And obviously things today have a little bit been changed and optimized. But what we found out, but just, just throwing that information out there, um, was that a lot of people liked it. They knew that we knew what we were talking about. They saw the results on the screen. And we've been getting a lot of our leads that way, to be honest with you, right? So a lot of the phone calls that we've spoken to were people that came off of that video. So I think that that video, because that is our philosophy, is also a good video to listen to. So you can visualize it. And if you do want to check out the actual uh, video, you could, I think we've posted it in our uh, Facebook group. So go join the group and you can see the actual uh, video there. But at the end of the day, um, as you listen to this, uh, you know, I want you to really think about a couple of things. Uh, and the main thing I want you to think about, the number one thing, 
is what is my potential customer's journey in my business, right? And when I, when I say that, what I mean is when someone sees my brand from you know the top of funnel, right? When we get that person to first see the first ad, the first article, however they hear about you, how does your brand facilitate that journey? And that's really a core of what we are doing here using these online systems that are available to us, chatbots, Facebook, audience building, a lot of these concepts, um, but they kind of fit into a four phase process, right? So the phase one, uh, if you guys have uh, a pencil or paper ready, if you wanna write some notes, phase one really is about collect followers, right? And then phase two, is organizing that data that you get on that network with the pixel that the network provides you. So Facebook provides you a pixel, Instagram provides you a pixel, Snapchat provides you a pixel. All platforms that you're gonna utilize provide you with some type of pixel data collection tool, right? Which leads us to step number three, phase three, which is actually acquiring subscriber. This is kind of middle of funnel consideration phase, and then we can convert them into a sale during phase four, which is customer acquisition, client acquisition. So these are the topical phases on a 30,000 foot view. Uh, we're gonna dive more deeper into it. Um, we're joined here by my partner, Kwame Robinson, uh, and myself, my name is Samit Harish, and thank you so much for tuning in, and let's dive right into the episode. Hey, Cobb, how you doing? Gentlemen. Good, can you hear us? Yep, can you hear me? Absolutely, we can. Great. Absolutely. Hey, how you doing, Kyle? Good, man. Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. Excellent. So, yeah, so I know you mentioned you can only be on audio. That's not a problem. Um, so we're just going to take this opportunity. I'm going to give it over to Kwame. He had a couple of things he wants to present and kind of just further flesh out the product. And if you have any questions after, Kyle, just let us know. Uh, but the goal of this call is to help you fully understand what, we're, what we have here. So that way it can help you let, let your clients know. So Awesome, guys. Excellent. Go ahead, Kyle. Nice, nice. So, so, Cobb, are you on uh, audio or are you on mobile? Or uh... Uh, No, I got you on my laptop, so I want to have a much better uh, advantage on this one. So, um, Okay, cool. So, so you can you, you have visual, though, right? I do have visual. Uh, well, I'm looking at a yeah, welcome screen at this point, but try and hook me up to a screen, and I'll let you know if I'm uh, connected here. Okay. Yeah, something's happening. Okay. Yeah, we're good, dude. We're good. This is great. We're good? Okay, cool. Nice. All right, man. So I'm going to take you through the entire process from um, from the moment that we onboard clients all the way down to what the uh, end goal, or the revenue associated with, it and how the process works, and just pretty much everything that we're building out, um, you know, from start to finish. All right. So, I in, in any time, if you have any questions um, and you're not clear on something, just go ahead and stop me, interrupt me, and uh, ask the question, and I'll and I'll do my best to uh, answer it. Sounds good, Kwame. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, no problem, man. So, uh, okay, so for us, it, you know, and I think we've talked about this before, how uh, content is king. Content is at the, you know, the foresight, the front end of everything. Mm -hmm. And um, what we do is we leverage content to not only build uh, a database, which is what we are more focused on on the back end, but we use the content to build an audience pretty much, right? So let's just paint a scenario that this is uh, media production that your guys uh, built out, right? And we have uh, we have uh, media that we use, right? And it's nowhere near up to par of what you guys can create, right? So that's what we think this partnership is a is a, is a great uh, you know collaboration on, on both of our ends. 
Absolutely. So, right. So let's just take this video for example. Right. This is a, a traditional video. Uh, you know, we use the software Lumify to create. It's really simple. Uh, we have in, uh, a girl in house who does. These. She can pretty much create one in twenty minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. So we take topics. Uh, we take three or four different topics that we know are going to get the interest and kind of validate uh, our, some of our, our thesis, which is, okay, are they interested? Are they aware? And if they are, then at what level is their awareness? That's, that's pretty much our, our, our thesis going into uh, this, this acquisition. So we take a video like this. Eight out of ten Americans would rather take natural substances, right? So this video goes into uh, several different reasons about... Um, natural medicine over traditional pharmaceutical medicine. Really shitty video. Um, and at the end of the day, what we're looking for is engagement and relevance, right? So that's the, the, that's the biggest thing, the overarching goal is, is to, to find engagement and relevancy uh, with the content, right? And that gives us uh, a pulse on how to go about the next step of customer acquisition, um, which is, I'm going to get into, you know, further down the line, but right now this is all what we consider audience building, right? So does this, does this make sense to you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So, for instance, so we have your media, we have our content, now we come to an ad network like Facebook, right? And this ad network, we're able to uh, acquire video views, right? So, for us, uh, you know, we might take, you know, one video or a series of three videos, and we're going to test them with an ad network with an audience that is a part of the demographic and psychographic that we're looking at, right? So we might take this one video, and I might target, uh, you know, people who have an affinity um, to marijuana-related products, hemp oil, natural medicine, that are over 25 that live in uh, California, northern California region, right? So let's just say I go after... That's the target demographic, right? So what we're doing here is we're spending money on video views in hopes that we can figure out, you know, what video has the most engagement. So then that gives us a pulse on what video we should promote the most, but also the relevancy of the video, meaning how well does it engage and how relevant it is to the audience, right? So let's take the video that I just showed you, or let's, you know, paint a scenario that it's one of you guys' video that you provided. Right, so then we come here to an ad network, and we basically purchase video views. Right, so these video views are extremely cheap. Um, so this is a campaign, ongoing campaign, and basically, you know, we spent up to fourteen hundred dollars, but we've acquired over a hundred thousand video views to this content. Right, and the big goal with this is that we're segmenting our engagement by video watch time. So at twenty five percent, you see we have forty five thousand people. Uh, at 95%, we have 18,000 people, right? So the next step to this top is to segment based off uh, viewership and to deliver them a message that's congruent with what they've seen. So an example of that would be people who've seen 25% of this content, right, whatever that content may be, they didn't make it to see the call to action at the end, so they may or may not be aware or fully engaged with our content yet. So I might make another campaign that's also video that goes after the 25%, either the same uh, content type, the same the same uh, asset, or a different video view that touches on a different topic, right? So, but the, the, the idea is that we segment based off engagement. Now, for the people that are 95% engaged, these are the people who've seen our content, that deliver value, 
they seen what we're about, and these are our most engaged fans. So what I'm going to do with this is, right, these 18,000 people, I'm going to take these people, and then I'm going to create what we call a lookalike audience with these 18,000 people, right? And what that does is it gives me a match of demographic and psychographic that I can then go back to the ad network and reapproach my acquisition with now, uh, you know, I can start to acquire leads now, right? So I can do two things. And stop me if I'm moving too fast if you, you want me to explain uh, what I'm saying. So I'll take these 18,000 people, right? And I'll go to the ad network. I'll go back to Facebook or any other campaign. I'll say, okay, well, I want to place uh, an ad like this in front of just the 18,000 people, right? So this is an ad that we have running for one of the clients right now. And basically, it's an ad that further validates or further creates the conversation with the video that they just seen, right? So, again, these are this ad is only being seen by the people who view 100% of our content, right? Whatever that content may be. Mm-hmm. Now, when they, when they click learn more, they go off into a whole other world of data segmentation, and I'm going to show you all of that right now. But are you clear on how we structure video to to you know lead acquisition? Is that is that clear? Yeah, absolutely, man. Okay, cool. Right. So again, we we come we start with the video. Uh, we end up doing video views, right? We segment based off engagement, about viewership, right? We build an audience, we build the data set around that, and then we get into customer acquisition, right? So at customer acquisition, now we're looking at two things, right? I want to get a pulse on what is our cost per subscriber, right? So when we traditionally run video views first, our cost per subscriber is probably 100% cheaper than what it is if we just use this straight away, right? So you can go with this first and don't prime any of your audience with any content, but we've seen bad results on this back end. People drop off, they unsubscribe because they weren't ever fully engaged or indoctrinated into your brand, right? Mm-hmm. So for us, it's, it's a branding play it makes the difference of how much you pay per subscriber. So this ad, um, you know, once they click here, then they go off into um, our, our messenger acquisition system. So to give you an overview of that, right? So again, when the targeting comes into play, we're going after people who've engaged with us. So these are people uh, where they've watched our video, three-second views, uh, they've saved our page, They've engaged with our post, the page, they've commented, they just had some level of engagement. Those are the people that we're going after. Those are the people that we're going to retarget with a direct response ad that's going to go into our messenger bot, right? So, you know, again, our messenger bot is a place where we can not only store subscribers and engage with subscribers and get data from them, but it's also uh, a place where you have direct traffic that you can send to your offers, that you can send to your content, uh, to your clients, promotions, whatever it may be, right? So that's our overall goal. So let me show you a little bit about what messenger looks like. So this ad has been running for a while. So again, they come from Facebook and they come segmented and they come highly engaged. So we're trying to keep engagement up throughout this whole process. Uh, Once they get here, this is where we start to do a little bit of promotion if necessary. If not necessary, then we're going to just keep sending content. We're going to we're going to use Messenger as a way to deliver content, as a way to deliver uh, value with the audience to continue to build that fan base, right? So, you know, I can schedule this out 20 minutes after they subscribe from the advertisements you just seen, 
or I can schedule it out one day, five days, and I can deliver different messages. So this pretty much acts like email, right? But I can also send promotions through here as well, right? So just to give you an example, this is uh, an affiliate promotion that we ran. So basically, uh, once they subscribe to the bot through a Facebook ad, right, then they come here, and two things are happening right here. So two things are happening. We have uh, us sending, you know, content, right? And this content can vary. This can be us sending them another video, right? It can be us sending them to an article, us sending them to a coupon code. It does not matter what we send them to. The, the, what matters is that we have the ability to drive, you know, an, a massive amount of data and clicks to whatever uh, objective we might have, right? So that's the overall goal with this. Two things are happening here. We're sending traffic to an offer or to an article, and then we're segmenting by data. So for every person who clicks to read, then they get tagged with one point, right? So that's in a, a functionality that Minichat allows us to have. We can tag our users, right? So I can tag them with an action, and that action might say something like, you know, read one article, and then over the lifetime of the subscriber, I'm going to promote to the people who got the most engagement, right? So, for instance, if they click here and they get added, a tag gets added, then, okay, we know a tag is added. So the next broadcast that we create, I can come back and create a fresh broadcast only to the people who click on, uh, you know, three pieces of content. You know, they've read three articles, they've watched 100% of all of our media, etc. Those are going to be our most engaged people. Those are going to be, from what we've seen, the people who buy our product, the people who go to our website. Those, those, those people become endorsers of our brands, right? So that's the overall uh, strategy with Minichat. Um, and we can really get advanced with Minichat when it comes to segmentation. So we have it to a point where we can filter out based off uh, interest. We can filter out based off uh, you know, pain point, right? So, you know, we can subscribe people to our email list through Minichat. We can get their phone number through Minichat. Once we have them through Minichat, um, then our, our our options open up to how we want to continue to, you know, create contact and create engagement with them, right? So, you know, for us, we use a combination of SMS, email, and Minichat. And then we also uh, combine that with retargeting. Because once a person gets this far down, we want them to see the same messaging across all of the channels that we're spending time on. So what that looks like is that, you know, let's just say a person subscribes to our bot. We send them, this is one of our flows. We send them from here, right, where they join, you know, uh, our, our free group or our free bot or our free content, whatever we want to position this as. Um, and then once they come through here, they get a, a message, you know, hey, you know, it's great for you to join our free community. We do giveaways, exclusive updates, content, uh, discounts, you know, yes, you know, I want in, right? So now they've given us the privilege to contact them, you know, whenever we want to deliver value. So then we segment them based off their interests. You know, are you interested in health, recreational use? Are you an investor? Do you want to invest in cannabis? So now we segment based off uh, you know, micro interest within that industry, right? And this is for one flow. And then once they get segmented, uh, they get tagged. And these tags allow us to 
you know, reach out to the groups that build up over time. So interested in cannabis investing, you know, over time it builds, it, you know, I have 7,000 people reach out to, right? So that keeps the engagement up because we can segment people based on what their interest is. And the complexity here, can we can go on and on about how complex this can be. It just really depends on what our goal is for the client. And um, once they reach this point and once we have customer acquisition uh, flowing and we have an influx, of, an influx of leads coming in every single day through this system, uh, then we move over to, uh, you know, multi-channel marketing, retargeting, and we also move over to selling. So once the customer, uh, once the client, the prospect comes into our world, they're getting hit up. Uh, through all channels, because now what we can do is we have data. So what that looks like is I can come here to uh, my 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 dashboard, right, and I can upload this entire Rolodex of, of clients. Who you want to tell me about some batteries? Done. I can upload this Rolodex of clients to any ad network, and that gives me an advantage in the market because now I'm not buying cold traffic. I'm not starting from scratch like how we did here with Facebook. We have enough data between the pixels, the people who land on our pages, uh, our audience to be able to upload. And let's just say we want to start to do, uh, you know, YouTube. Well, okay, now I can upload my custom audience in Minichat. I can upload my custom audience to Facebook. And I can deliver a message to people who have already seen my branding in YouTube. And if it's selling, then I can do the same thing. And then from here, we get a little bit more advanced with our selling systems. And this is basically, you know, we start with one channel and then we take that data and we spread it across all channels. And then we have a consistent way of reaching people that are, that are familiar with our brand, uh, that are familiar with our messaging uh, at any given time. And many chat. And email and SMS gives us the capability. Uh, retargeting gives us the capability to advertise and everything else. And then once we come here, we get a little bit more advanced as far as the selling system goes. Uh, we have some email marketing going on. We have uh, retargeting via email marketing. And that's, you know, kind of like out the scope. But overall, that is, our, that is what we do. That's our overall strategy, how we take a client from start to finish. Um, once the system is in play, and it's working and it's running full time, uh, you know, we can see, depending on the goal of the client, you know, anywhere from 100, 200 sales a day uh, to, you know, uh, build out of an audience over a million people. Um, it just depends on the goal of the client. So I hope that's clear enough and uh, you kind of get the picture of what we do. Yeah, man, no, it's, uh, and it's pretty much kind of what I would assume was going on. It just, yeah, the clarification is kind of nice. Um, also, to just getting the, the base understanding, we start with Facebook Messenger pretty much at all points kind of thing, and then the ManyChat is kind of next, but we can integrate from there. We don't ever, we would never start with email, we would never start with YouTube, we would always start with that Messenger and move from there. That's your, uh, that's every starting point, is it not? Uh, not necessarily. So, you know, without, without any, without to try to make it, you know, any layer of complexity, yeah. it just depends on the client. Right, so there's been times where we've had clients where email uh, was a better approach to this system than Messenger was. Okay. So it really, it just depends on the, it depends on the branding, it depends on the content that you have, it depends on the demographics you're going after. 
right? Would you say you would be uh, more your dominant place to start? However, that's really you know that's yeah. this is the one I'd be selling on. I guess from a selling perspective, this is the one I'd really be talking about, kind of thing. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I'm going to tell you why because the open rates with Messenger are you know historically higher than uh, than email, and yeah. the fact of the matter is is that you know Messenger you know, is the new email. That is a great selling point. And another selling point is the fact that once you acquire a Messenger subscriber, right, you no longer have to pay for the Messenger subscriber. You have to pay for storage. You have to pay for storage, which, you know, it varies, right? So for this particular account, we got 200,000 subscribers. Our account uh, balance is about $500 a month, and you're going to pay that with any CRM where you have that type of data. Store. And no subscriber store. So, a great selling point to me always talks about this is that like you have you're paying for these subscribers. The CPM with the cost per subscriber right right now is the lowest it's gonna be. The cost is gonna continue to go up over time because of the inventory. Um, it's so valuable. But once you pay for them, you have them. So at any given time, if we wanna send, you know, twenty thousand people to a new product release or a product promotion. You have the ability to do that without having to go to an ad network and pay for ads. Right. That's, uh, yeah, that's a huge, uh, and that's just it, being able to keep that data. Everybody wants data. Data costs money. This is obviously one of the massive, uh, what would that be, the benefit to the feature kind of thing. So um, that's awesome. Um, that's really awesome. I, I, would, um, I would just add one other thing, um, yeah. uh, Cobb, it, it, just to kind of really distinguish it, and I just kind of thought of this, that, you know, like back in the day, us marketers, we were, you know, when there was no Facebook, um, you know, there was obviously just Google and Google's just a search engine. Even before Google, we would just buy data lists of like the best, you know, like if this insurance company is selling their list and we kind of know what we're, who we're talking to, but we're not 100% sure, right? With, with this data, this is from Facebook and they, you know, they spend God knows how much money doing data science to all the data that they collect, right? So it's just highly more qualified for the data that you want yeah. to be spending your money on, right? Yeah. You so, want to be spending so, your money on the Mercedes Benz data, not you know the the, the Yugo data, right? Right. Exactly. And, and and when you talk about segmentation, like how to meet the compliment, what you just said, you know, um, we have like let's just say that you know there's a partnership with uh, a local club that we want to uh, you know make people aware of, right? Well, I have interested in recreational use right here, right? So I've already segmented them, and we know exactly who to contact when it comes to that offer, that promotion, that content. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, the segmentation is awesome. I love, yeah, I, I like playing with this kind of stuff, too. And, it, yeah, this makes a lot of sense anyways. Obviously, I don't have much experience in purchasing data or, or ad buys myself in the past. Um, but with that being said, this sounds... Uh, yeah, like we're we're getting into some real specifics here, which is really nice, which is a huge selling feature, obviously. Again, so um, if I may ask you guys, just with my limited experience in um, in this side of things, what is the second best kind of thing out there? Just so if somebody throws something back at me, like, hey, actually, we're using this right now, and this is why kind of thing. What is that kind of uh, the next level in competition to you guys, and how do you guys respond to that if somebody brings it up? Like, we're comfortable using this, or we're already using that. How does that differ? Does that make sense? Well, yeah. So okay. So to, to answer that, and to me, you can um, you can complement this as well. Um, for for us, it's like we 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 speak to clients um, 
on a consistent basis, right? And for us, we noticed that there's a lot of people and they may or may not have a lot of budget, but one thing is for sure that nobody really understands how to acquire traffic, like how to get traffic and how to leverage your traffic to make the most sense, right? So, you know, for us, it's, you know, for me personally, what I've seen is that, you know, people might say, oh, you know what, I've tried, you know, we tried uh, Messenger, like we tried to do this and this didn't work, we tried to do that. But the one thing that people don't understand is that you actually need content to get a gauge of the awareness level that your your audience is at. Uh-huh. But you have to filter that and you have to understand engagement from non-engagement, like what we do on the front end, right? And there's a whole back-end system to it to a point where, listen, okay, well, your problem is traffic. Well, if you invest in this, then your problem will be uh, not only will you, you know, completely get rid of your traffic problem, but you have actual data and you have actual people in the audience that you're building. You know what I mean? And I think, so So for us, it's like, it's not just like, we use the term data because it resonates with us, right? We understand what that means. But I think on, and me and Samit had this conversation yesterday, we think on the higher end, people understand audience building better than they understand data. Right. And if you understand audience building, then this is what audience building looks like with this, you know, strategic plan in mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, I, I would just add on is that, you know, right now, I mean, uh, a couple years ago, Facebook data cost four or five times less than it does today. And now inventory is absolutely gone. So, you know, Facebook is trying to create more inventory by like Facebook videos and Messenger just seems to be a place where it's not super saturated. Um, you know, a lot of people may have dabbled in it. A lot of people may have signed up for a free account, but is everybody actually using it to have conversations that are content driven and then also learning off that? I'd say it's a very small sliver, if that, and in our space, um, I can tell you being an affiliate marketer uh, coming from that world, uh, there's a lot of free trial offers, right? Free trial CBD pills and, you know, there's, there's been fat loss pills and there's been a whole list of, uh, stuff and you know most affiliate driven businesses they're just slamming traffic to a landing page and they're not they don't really care to learn anything about that data you know what i mean so most companies are on the uh you know they're on the reliance of somebody out there who's just on the reliance and motivation of money where we kind of i would say we're different is we take that um under i mean you know money is just something that everybody needs to create in order to drive business forward but more so is we're looking at it from a, okay, so we're coming on board not only to get you engaged followers or sales, but really to grow with you as a business and build out this system because there's no reason for you to spend so many so much money and time and years to, 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 to learn what we've learned. We go to conferences. We, we do this for a living. It's for us to partner and really build something that, that really makes something long-lasting, right? So when, when you have those long-lasting media agencies out there, they're always focused on the data, right? Because that's really the asset that you have at the end of the day. If, you know, one breaks the relationship and they're like, what do I own out of, out of all of this? Whether many chat changes into super chat or whatever tool changes, you have your data. That never changes, right? right. And that's something that's a, that's a constant. And, you know, you could, you know, if your business exploded tomorrow and bankrupt, you could take that data and you could start again fresh. But with, you know, obviously extreme accuracy at that point. So. Right. 
that's really what I would say is, you know, it, it is a data-driven focus. And I think when you start talking to other firms out there, it's not any kind of trick that sets us different than them. It's just really more so the diligent, you know, understanding that this is what it takes to build a hundred million dollar business or we're working with another yeah. crypto company that wants to get a billion dollar valuation um, and they're only going to do that, you know, based upon the data we play. So that's, you know, so we're, we're, we're in that space. And so, and, and like Kwame said, we talk with a lot of CBD companies and to really be honest with you, they don't even know half the questions to ask, like you even said, or I think uh, George has said on our last call. So right now the question really is, is you tell us what you're thinking, uh, Sumit and Kwame is what we're getting. You know what I mean? So we're just, we're trying to just create the best picture. I mean, I hope the past 20, 30 minutes, we've got a good picture going on here. Um, but did that, did that help come a little bit? Like, yeah, no, absolutely. Basically, yeah, kind of confirmed what I had uh, assumed anyways was going on. Like I said, just really wanted to filter this down. It gives me a chance to kind of, like I say, build that, build a little bit further on the sales pitch kind of thing. For me, it's all really about how I can uh, turn this around and create those benefits out of the features that we have. So um, we're off to the races right now, guys. I'm gonna, like I say, there's going to be stuff that I need to kind of still digest a little bit, but uh, where we're moving, but this is awesome. It's I need to, again, wrap my head around, not wrap my head around. I need to identify first and foremost in Canada. I do need to speak with somebody from our regulatory side with the, with the CRTC and contacting people. We have some specific regulations around able to contact what you said regarding the Facebook rules and all of that yesterday that uh, I'm really hoping that is a, is applicable in Canada the Canada has worked with Facebook regarding how they communicate to Canadians and that Facebook itself is a safe place for Canadian companies to go and contact people where it's given that sense of, uh, of consent in that regard that's the only thing from a Canadian perspective from everything else so it totally makes sense I mean the US being able to uh, create the content um, and really, that's kind of how I'm looking at this. We're selling a service that you guys will be providing, at least in the short term, that we can provide. Um, but our focus is going to be on the content, creating content that is going to be usable and from the Canadian marketplace. But then with the U.S., we have the full flexibility. Creating the content in Canada, there's no issues. We're able to create whatever content we want for U.S. companies. It's the restrictions is when, and, and that's basically we're working with the regulations of the U.S. In Canada, obviously, I have to be working with the Canadian regulations. Let me iron this out with the regulations and find any Trojan horses that we need. Sure. But with that being said, if there aren't any glitches and we work with Facebook in Canada to ensure that whatever marketing programs they provide for Canadians is above the, above the board, then, yeah, guys, it's really just a case of getting this into my uh, vernacular and my vocabulary. But I suspect it, it will be a positive partnership because it's, it's taking people to to something that isn't being used quite regularly right now um, and showing them that they're going to be part of something that is progressive, something that is data focused, something where it's not just the shotgun approach. It's, it's ideal guys. So if this, yeah, if we can make this work for our customers then it's definitely going to be working for, uh, for everyone, I think. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that we were able to, uh, uh, you know, answer your questions and give you uh, the, the visual and um, yeah, man, anything you need from us, just let us know. Uh, we're, we're always on call and I know some meet, you know, for instance, if anything Cobb needs um, that you can't provide, you know, you know how that goes. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, I'll be in touch with you guys fairly. Uh, yeah, I won't be harassing you guys, but I will definitely forward off a couple of questions uh, over the next few days. Okay. Um, let me follow up with the guys on my end, too, and just kind of let them know where we're at with everything. But, uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, um, 
there will be questions, but yeah, at this point, I'm, I'm comfortable with where we're at and what's going on. The concept makes sense. So um, one question I did have, is, uh, is it possible to add me to one of these lists and get some shit coming to my MSN messenger? Is there any way I can somehow trip over a wire and have you guys start botting the hell out of me? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I can send you a link to uh, the messenger bot uh, that one of that we have, and uh, you could start to see some of the, the messaging that's going to come through. Yeah, it just gives me an opportunity to use it. And like I say, the more I can actually physically click myself, physically interact with the bots and everything involved, I'm going to be able to create a much better story myself. What you guys have done is amazing. Thank you for being so thorough and patient with me. Honestly, though, the minute I get my fingers on this and start getting to click through and fuck around on my end, that's where my magic starts happening. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll shoot that over to you. Really? Awesome, guys. Well, yeah, I don't want to keep you too long, and uh, we probably only have a few minutes left on this damn Zoom call anyways. So if there's anything else you guys like to cover at this point, let me know. But uh, like I say, for myself, it's digesting, communicating with the other guys, and uh, yeah, probably getting in touch with you guys late Friday or early Monday to just give you a, a next steps on our end. Nice, nice. Okay. Okay, cool. Perfect. Awesome, guys. Any, any questions on your end, Kwame? No, no, I'm good. Sorry, that was good. for Kwame. Okay, <laughs> all right, excellent. All right, guys, well then. Awesome. Thank you for your time, Cobb, and uh, I guess we'll catch up uh, next uh, week, early next week, and I'll send you over the uh, link and email. Awesome. Samin, Kwame, thank you guys so much. All right, take care. No problem, thanks, Cobb. Take, take care, guys. All right. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you found this episode helpful. And if we can help you or your business in any way, we encourage you to book a free strategy call with our agency, Hemp Brand Builder, so we can actually break down your business and see how you can take advantage or how you're taking advantage of audience building today. And if you're looking to join a great community of canapreneurs like yourself, don't forget to check out our Facebook group. The links are in the description. Until next time, guys, keep building and growing and keep spreading that good medicine.